Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to Into His Word or Stay Into His Word or Stay Dot Into His Word. All of those are dot com. And welcome once again. I'm so glad that you have decided to spend some of your precious time with us today. And we're going to do our best to continue in our efforts here on the subject of repentance. Yes, repentance, which is very important to get right with with God, to get forgiveness from God. Uh, You have not because you ask not. And then you may ask amiss. So we don't want to miss the mark and miss heaven. That's for sure. Uh, Again, this is Into His Word. Uh, You can always search for us at Into His Word. I-N-N-T-O, His Word. That's all together, all one word, dot com. A lot of stuff will pop up and you'll be able to find us there uh, on a Google search and probably Yahoo or AOL and and all those other search engines. Uh, Even got a YouTube thing going on there. I'm working on that. Uh, Takes a lot of time. Let me tell you something while I'm speaking about YouTube. You see these people out there, they're called influencers and they're making these videos, etc., etc. That stuff is not easy. It takes a long time just to produce one little video, as they call it on YouTube, or PowerPoint that's YouTube compatible and edited and all that. It takes a tremendous amount of time. But I think it's worth it for my cause because I'm trying to reach people however I can in person online, whatever it takes to reach everybody, to reach the world with this life-saving gospel message. Amen. So let's pray and then we'll get into continuing on the subject of repentance. We do hope that you brought your Bible along because that's important. Dear Lord and Savior Jesus, we come to you uh, with an open heart and an open mind asking you, Lord, that you open our hearts uh, so we can receive your word. Help us to get beyond ourselves, and help us to think beyond ourselves. And what I mean by that is, Lord, help us to have a spiritual mind because uh, we need to be spiritually minded and not carnally or worldly minded. God, we ask you that you reach out to this lost and dying generation, the people that don't know you and have no idea who you are, and that you will bless them and draw them nigh by your word, God. Those that are weighing on the balances or on the scales of life, trying to determine uh, which way to go, Lord, I ask you that you help and touch them and draw them nigh by your spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And if you're listening, say amen. Well, again, welcome to Into His Word. Uh, This is the podcast, uh, the audio podcast. We do have an online Bible study that we're doing and uh, working on that. Uh, We meet every Thursday night for about an hour uh, using the Google Meet, and we do a Bible study that way. So, on the subject of repentance. So, last week we covered, uh, is repentance important to salvation? And, of course it is. Of course, repentance is. Uh, week before that, we covered uh, what is repentance. So we, we're covering everything uh, from the basics. We're getting to the basics here because we always, as you've heard me say before, you always have to set a foundation. Remember that. You just don't go start building a house without having some sort of foundation. It's either a raised foundation Hallelujah. It could be a natural earth foundation if you're going to dig a hole in the side of a mountain and have a cave 
to dwell in and be a cave dweller, or it can have a concrete cement foundation. Doesn't matter. It's got to have. You got to have a foundation. So today's subject, we're going to talk a little bit uh, under the main topic of how to repent. And then we have several sub topics of that. So uh, how to repent and the subtopic for that would be a conviction of sin uh, or feeling guilty because of a sin, feeling like you did something wrong because of a sin that you have committed, whether you did it knowingly, willingly, or unknowingly and discovered it later. Uh, there's no big sin. There's no little sin in the eyes of God. Sin is just that sin. S I N. So before there can be true repentance, a sinner must have an understanding and acknowledgement that he or she is guilty of sin. You got to realize it. And once you realize it, excuse me, you get a drink of water here. Once you realize that you are guilty of sin, then you want to do something to change it. In most cases, uh, I remember as a child growing up and I would do something wrong and, and get in trouble and I would dread. I felt guilty. I would dread the moment the parents would come home or the dad would come home or the mom would come home. Oh, man, I felt guilty. And once I got uh, <clears throat> talked to and disciplined properly for my behavior, I would always say, I'm sorry, mom or dad. I feel guilty for my sin. So when we are when we feel guilty in the spiritual realm of our sins, we have to go to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And we have to let him know that we're sorry for our sins that we have done. And I hope you all can relate to that childhood experience <clears throat> that I had. And most of us will have more than one of those childhood experiences. Amen. So whoever committed sin transgresses the law for sin is the transgression of the law. And the law is God's word. That's in John first John three and four. Therefore, uh, uh, therefore it is against God. So when we sin against his word, because God is the word made flesh, then we're sinning against God. Psalms 5, uh, Psalms 51 and 4, uh, and it's punishable by death in Ezekiel 18 and 20. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6 and 23. In Jesus Christ, we have the redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And that's in Colossians 1 and 14. Now, Jesus Christ died upon the cross for our sins to redeem mankind. Uh, he was the atonement. He was the, uh, he took the placement, the place for our sins. Before then, in the Old Testament, there was uh, animal sacrifice, which was the atonement for the sins of mankind. But as we enter into the New Testament or the period of grace in which we are living in today, Jesus Christ is the um, atonement, if you would, uh, for our sins and for our transgressions. Hallelujah. Uh, what a wonderful Savior we have that was willing to give his own life 
for our transgressions and for our sins that we may be saved. And that's in Colossians 1 and 14. But unless a sinner repents, he will stand condemned before God on judgment day and forever to be lost. That's in Luke 13 and 3, Jude 15 and Revelations 21 and 8. Now notice I said revelations, plural. That's incorrect. It's just revelation, singular. But when I grew up, I grew up outside of the church and I grew up hearing revelation in a plural sense. There's only one revelation. And if you read the book of Revelation, you will see that it's in the first uh, chapter, I think it is, and the first verse, it will say the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the book of Revelations is a revelation of Jesus Christ and his purpose and his mission and what he intends to accomplish. Ah, excuse me, I had to get some water. <clears throat> so it's important. We have redemption through Jesus Christ and his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So this is the conviction of sin uh, under how to repent. This is important. If you want to make heaven, you're going to have to repent and have your heart right before God. The knowledge of God's word will reveal sin in a person's life, which will bring conviction. And you know what? When Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, they that heard God's word were pricked in their heart. And that's in Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Pricked. That word pricked means they were con convicted. They felt guilty. They felt bad because they were the ones, the Jewish, a certain group of Jews that did not believe that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. And they cried out, crucify him, crucify him and give us Barabbas instead. And that's just what took place. Uh, the uh, Roman ruler, I think was Pontius Pilate. He had all the authority and all the power at that time to just go ahead and release Jesus. But he asked them, if I remember correctly, which one? Who do you want me to release? And they yelled, uh, Barabbas. And they said, crucify Jesus. Oh, what a mistake they made that day. Hallelujah. And that's when uh, Peter came and preaching the, on the day of Pentecost, which is 50 days before. And that word Pentecost means 50th, which is the 50th day before uh, uh, Easter, I think it is. And so he came and he preached the word and they felt guilty in their hearts. And when, when you feel a guilt in your heart, you may not ask, but you may feel within yourself, what must I do? How can I straighten out my situation? How can I get this right so that I could feel better and make my life right? Only in this case, we're considering, we have considered, and we gave it much thought on making our right life, our life right before God and repenting of our sins and of our shortcomings. God said in his word, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. So God is going to chastise people. Now, you may be living in sin. Hallelujah. You may not be living the life of God that God wants you to live, uh, a holy life, an ex a life acceptable to him because the Bible says, be ye holy for I am holy, 
saith the Lord. The Bible also tells us if a if a man can't contain himself, let him be married. You know, and likewise for the woman, hallelujah. And the and the two that are two separate people shall come together as one flesh. Hallelujah. That means they get married, they become husband and wife, and hallelujah, they get their lives right. Now, there are people that just live together. I was listening to the radio, uh, I think it was last night, and and last night uh, the radio was saying that statistics shows that more and more and more couples are living together un <clears throat> unmarried. Well, this is contrary to God's word. God wants us to be married, wants us to be husband and wife. But here what we have is a lack of commitment, a lack, a lack of solitude and unity. Hallelujah. Because if there's no commitment, either one can get up and leave like that. Hallelujah. What a sad day that would be. So conviction of sins brings an uncomfortable feeling of shame and guilt when followed by true repentance it will lead to great rejoicing. Now, you know, I know when I uh, when I have repented many times, you know, I feel uncomfortable. Hallelujah. I feel shame and I feel guilt because I, I feel like I, I should not have done it. I know better. You know, that's the bottom line. And, and deep inside, you know better. And you know, if you think about your sins that you have committed or that you are committing, you know better, but for some reason, you're just not willing enough or bold enough or strong enough to make the right choice. And you pull a Eve on us and just listen to the adversary. And when the adversary says, surely God had not said, if you do that, then this will happen. God didn't say that. Well, God said he did say the soul that sinneth shall die. And uh, we did a Bible study on that. I think that's in the book of Genesis. Uh, the soul that sinneth shall die. Hallelujah. So as we go through life doing whatever we're doing is contrary to the word of God. We will die, whether it's a spiritual death <clears throat> or a natural death. Hallelujah. <laughs> but uh, that true repentance, it will lead to great rejoicing if you're sincere really, really sincere in your heart. And when you repent and you feel that heavy weight lifting off of you, off of your body, off of your mind, off of your soul, you'll feel a great relief and a great rejoicing should come over you. You'll feel like a weight is lifted out of your life. Burdens have been laid down and, and you just feel so mar marvelous and magnificent that you can't help but do anything else but to, uh, rejoice in what God had just done. You can feel God's acceptance of your repentance. Hallelujah. So, uh, this is a wonderful study, uh, the conviction of sin. So I thank God for today for tuning in and listening to this today and spending your time with me when you could be doing something else that you would probably be rather be doing, but you took 15, 20 minutes out of your life to listen to this part one of how to repent. Uh, the subtitle is conviction of sin. Now we're doing a, a series of this on repentance. And uh, uh, I do hope you come back 
because we can all learn something from it. Amen. We can all learn something from it. Your kids can learn. You can learn. Friends, relatives, neighbors, anybody can learn. And I encourage you, the Bible says, adjure. I adjure you to spread this link to your friends, relatives, or neighbors so they could get in on this, on how to repent, how to be sorrowful, how to say I'm sorrowful. Hallelujah. And what is godly sorrow? We're going to cover a lot of different things. So let us pray and then we'll get on with our day and I'll come back another day and we will continue on our uh, this main topic of repentance, which is how to repent. Dear Lord and Savior, we're so thankful today for this opportunity to share your word, to share your gospel truth with all the listeners near and abroad, God. I pray, Lord, that the listening base is increased because we're trying to reach the entire world with your gospel message. If more people would repent and turn from their wicked ways, as you told us in your word, then they would hear from heaven. Then you would heal their lands. So in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, giving you glory and giving you pride, prayer and praise. I'm sorry. In the name of Jesus, I praise. Amen. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. So again, friends and listeners, hallelujah. We're so glad that you came to intohisword.com. That's I-N-N-T-O, hisword.com. We're looking forward to you coming again and again and again. Lock us in. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcast. All the major podcast outlets you can find in to his word. Until we meet again, God be with you.